año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad, feliz Navidad, feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. Yeah. 
that are stained with sin. And we walk in the blood.
for about the past um, three, four, four, maybe five days, every day, every day I get up three, two, sometimes one thirty. I go to bed early. So that's why some of you, if you try to call me late, you won't get me because God is waking me up earlier. And so every day I have these um, messages, whether I get to teach them or or, um, go through them, I still have them. And so I I never know, I give you the, the scripture, but I think I'm going too fast for some of you. <clears throat> I think some of you can't keep up with me. Then I think others of you, I'm going too slow. Trying to find a balance here. Not easy. Because I know I'm going too fast for some of you. You know how I know? I know by your fruit. I know by your fruit or I know by the lack of your fruit. That's how I know. I'm reminded of something. That's why I've not been able to go to these messages every day because God gets me on here and then he changes. And so I just table that. But I always have these things, I guess, to go back on or put them in a book I'm doing or something. But Some of you, now understand, every morning, things that that I teach or speak about, they're for somebody. And it may be you, it may not be you, but it's still good to have in your memory bank to pull pull up or so that God can pull it up in the time you might need it or... You might need it for somebody else. But I got a little message for somebody this morning. And uh, you ask God in your prayer time. As a matter of fact, I heard a lot of you praying. And I heard a lot of people praying last night and yesterday. And uh, there were some things that God asked me to do, and I'm telling you, I'm trying to get them done. Some of you got things coming from me in the mail, and the mail has been held up, and some of you are just starting to get them. And I mailed them, I mailed them along, you know, a couple weeks ago so that you would have them as a little token that God loves you during this birthday celebration or this season or this time of celebration of this birthday. So you'll get them in the mail. They'll come. Um, But they might not be there this week or they may not be there on his birthday celebration. So we just gonna extend his birthday celebration um, all the way to December 31st. So you have just a little, just a little something to let you on earth know that God loves you. He's thinking about you. Because Don't let nobody fool you. You need material things on this earth. (laughs) You can't survive on this earth here without material things. And I read in the Bible, you know, as a man soweth, so shall he also reap. And I'm, I'm one of those strange people, you know. You got people in life who just take, 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 take. I just, I feel bad if I'm taking, taking, taking and and not giving. I don't, I don't like that. Truly, I don't. 
So I love this season of giving, but every day I remember that God gave us Jesus. Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gave us a manifestation of God indwelling us. And then God brings us all the way back around to each other. I want you to purpose in your heart this holiday, birthday season. I want you to give somebody something. <clears throat> and I don't want you to know the person. Because if you know them, it don't mean nothing. It, it doesn't, you see, the, the world, I mean, money is very important, but there are some people that need some things that money can't buy. Money can't buy you a visitation from God. Money can't buy you a revelation of Jesus. Money can't buy you God's holy presence indwelling in you. Money can't buy that. Money might be able to be used as a token to somebody that already knows God, but but the people that don't know him and people that are yet uh, receiving the revelation of who he is, money, money won't get it. And some of you so stingy, thank God money won't get it because if money would get it, they would never get anything from you. I don't know where people get this thing from that God is, you know, God is love and God is God, but God requires, God requires something of you and me. And the number one thing I know that makes God happy is you rendering yourself, rendering your time or your resources. You just showing God through your demonstration. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all that mind, with all that heart, with all that soul, with all the spirit. And the second is like unto it. You should love your brother as yourself. I was talking to Brother Joe, my husband, about Dalton. And I was asking him, because I know he knows because he goes and searches him. I was asking him, where were the, uh, where, because I can't, they're not visible. The people that are really homeless and hurting are not visible in Dalton. That's right, they're not visible. And they got places still here in Dalton where where people can actually go and get a hot meal every day, where people actually have homes. Everything I believe in, you know, housing and training, um, the homeless and rehabbing and that, they got that here. But then my husband said to me, um, they're here, they're here. I said, so where, where are they? And he told me where they were. So yesterday, I went and I found them. But but we got some people right here on this tent line. And I'm going to ask you to help, to help me help them in another way a little bit later. You see, excuse me blood of Jesus. I'm changing the face of this ministry first of the year. It's going to become more missional because that's that's my orientation anyway. <clears throat> but God allowed me to work a bit and to begin so that some of you could have a strong spiritual foundation, and you would know because um, you would know the availability of the ability of God 
in a one-on-one capacity. But what I'm finding with this pandemic and everything, there are a lot of missional opportunities available. A lot. More than more than some of you are seeing because you've been up under a blessed anointing. Some of you, you know, months, some of you years. So you're not experiencing it like there are people experiencing it. And as I've been sitting back looking at it from a missional standpoint, because that's the way I see things. And I've been saying, okay, God, the mission you gave me to reconnect people to Jesus, and then Jesus was going to connect them to God, I see the manifestation of that. I see the fruit of that. So I'm saying, okay, God, what is the next extension of this mission? This, you know, this earthly mission God gives us. And the the natural extension is that people are right for salvation. And salvation ministry means they're right for revival. And as I was talking to somebody yesterday or day before, I don't know, um, you see, COVID-19 killed a lot of people. So Satan killed a lot of people. Satan is responsible for the death of a lot of people. And there are a lot of angry people around the world right now, especially right here in America. There are a lot of confused people in the world, especially right here in America. And we know that God is not the author of confusion. God is not the, his signature, God's signature, is not stealing, killing, and destroying. That's the enemy's signature. And the enemy, I don't know how many of you know what a benchmark is, but the enemy has stamped millions with his benchmark. The enemy has millions right now living in a state of chaos. So you say, he's got them living in a state of chaos. Uh, so, so what does that mean? Well, if you remember your Bible history, if you know your Bible, the whole, everything was in chaos. Genesis chapter 1. And God brought order out of chaos. Genesis chapter 1 all the way over to Genesis chapter 2, and then it goes on. So I said, okay, God, what does that mean? What you're trying to show me here this morning? Well, brothers and sisters, it is God's nature to bring order out of chaos. And God himself is going to initiate a move on this earth that's going to bring order out of all this chaos. Now, in the natural, that seems impossible. So I said, can you kind of like give me an example of what you're talking about? He said, well, there are a lot of people in chaos because of syncretism. I said, well, yeah, that makes sense. And I'm sure most of you know what syncretism is. It's when you take the gospel and you mix in something with it that 
isn't a part of it and you call it a religion or you call it you call it anything you want to. You can call it a cult. But the gospel has been defiled. It's been defiled. So God is going to bring order out of chaos, meaning God is going to bring a revelation and a manifestation of his word and truth. And he's going to bring a manifestation of um, of uh, Mark 16, I think it's 16. Anyway, the last scripture says, and the Lord working with them with signs following. That'd be around 20, 24, 23, something like that. And all those damned people are going to be brought into the revelation and the manifestation of God. So as the Holy Spirit was talking to me about this, I just said, well, can you give me a uh, scripture? He said, yeah, I can give you 66 books. But if you want something specific, he said, just go to Romans chapter 8. It's the whole chapter, Romans 8. So there it is, laid out in full, what's about to happen. I said, oh, okay. That's great. said, but you got to deal with the syncretism, Erica. He said, before Romans chapter 8 can come into full manifestation, your next vision is you're going to have to deal with the syncretism. Okay. It's not going to be done in the flesh, or it can't be done through a work of the flesh, as you'll see in Romans 8. I said, okay. So, in other words, it's been a long time. A long time. See, we've seen a lot of um, moves, moves, moves. But we really haven't seen God call revival or God call um, a move, an awakening, or or a manifestation. You have, you have, we have seen in demonstration people called to do evangelistic work. And I have no doubt that they've been called. None. But you see, we haven't seen a God-called move by his own Holy Spirit. We haven't seen it in a long time. It hasn't been demonstrated in a long time. But God is raising up some people that he had hid in the cleft of the rock for this move that he's about to make on this earth. You see, there's a lot of spirits that have convinced people that it's everything but them that's causing their problem. That it's every kind of witchy way but spiritual being caused by Spirits, because the devil has run a real clean, smooth game on the men and women of God, that he's not a spirit, 
and that he's not causing all of these spiritual manifestations and things that are happening. He did that to trick some people to flip over to the paranormal side, to flip over to the witchcraft side, to flip over to the Luciferian side, to flip over to uh, the side of Hades, which is manifested through Beelzebub, thinking I'm going to go into that realm and I'm going to find out how they work, and they've been overtaken and don't know it. You have another group that says, uh, for example, in the Mormon uh, organization, when you see all these young missionary Mormons, their hook is the Holy Spirit. And they tell you, we're going to bring you into the Holy Spirit. And then they have a manifestation of that false light, Sharoni, or whatever his name is. And they win in converts left and right through mesmerization, seducing spirits, and bewitchment. And once they get you like that, you should talk to some of the people that come out of Mormonism. It's very difficult. Same thing with the Catholic. You talk to a Catholic and they will tell you if they believe that once you go through catechism, you ain't going to never leave the Holy Church. And guess what? Most people don't. So that's why I always, when I'm talking to a Catholic, I say, did you go through your uh, catechism, your first communion? And I know how difficult or how easy it is going to get them, you know, delivered, set free. So some of you on this line right here, you went peeping around in the paranormal thinking that's how you're going to learn about the supernatural of God. Wrong, 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 wrong. What you've done is you done picked up some demons. Which added to the demons that you already had. So you say, well, Erica, you know, how are you going to talk about me? It's simple. Every living human being born that bust the matrix of their mama womb, come here with demons. What? But the Bible says you were born in sin. You were shaped or formed in iniquity. That's the sin of your mama and your daddy. Sin by itself is a word what makes sin move? Devils and demons. Spirit. And God said it. And what, what, what made me start thinking about it so deeply, I started looking at that stuff on Soul Tracker. Not with my natural eye. And I'm doing so much, I probably forget a huge portion of what God shows me. So I made up my mind yesterday, I'm, I'm going to get me a very nice love. I'm going to start making notes. Because God showed me stuff all during the day. And, and and understand something. The, de- the devil try. The devil try. He try to distort the visions. But I keep myself 
under the blood. The Bible say, try the spirits to see whether they be of God or not. I try them. Okay, no spirit just come up and tell me nothing. First thing I do is grab the Bible. When I hear anything, the first thing I do is grab the Bible. Because God confirms his word, brothers and sisters. How many of you grab your Bible when you hear something? And God forbid, if I see something, I'm grabbing the Bible real quick. The Bible says, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. What does it say? It says, try the spirits. To see whether they be of God or not. That's what it says. I can remember back in the day, you know, they said, try the spirit by the spirit. I never could understand that. So I pulled out my Bible and, 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 you know, I said, it doesn't say that. It says, try the spirits to see whether they be of God or not. That's what it says. So I just start doing that with everything. With everything. And when people say, you know, well, God said this. Okay, well, let's see where he said it at. It doesn't matter what paraphrase. If God said it, he said it in Italian, Spanish, Irish, Slovakian, it still says the same thing. African, it's still going to say the same thing. It's still going to have the same basic meaning. Brothers and sisters. But some of you I've gone on the dark side. And you actually quoting devils. You actually quoting what, what the witches say. Who cares what they say? Other than the fact even the witches, when the when them spirits of the witch, because you know, it's the spirit of witch, the witches learn how to manipulate spirits. You can you can confirm or the word of God. The word of God. Because now they use more Bible than than the average Christian believer. I'm telling you the truth this morning. And what God had given me was Romans eight. Is that the cover of it here? But he said the the main I got it. I, I think how many pages do I have here? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. But the main ones that he gave me was uh, Romans eight nineteen through twenty-two. But he said all of Romans eight. And you know what Romans 8 emphasizes? Romans 8, verse 5 and 6, what he highlighted to me. In the beginning of Romans chapter 1, what he highlighted to me was in Christ Jesus. And I'm going to read it to you like he gave it to me. In Christ Jesus, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. 
Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And of children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. According to the will of God, that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, <clears throat> but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us <clears throat> from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors to him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So I said, God, what you want me to do? He said, I want you to bind up and cast out the creature. I said, no. Who is the creature? What is the creature? He said, cast out the creature. I said, okay, okay, I'm going to cast out the creature. I'm going to cast out the creature on your word. Not even knowing exactly who you identified as the creature. He said, that's not important. I'm going to handle that part. Your job is to just cast it out. So right now, in the name of Jesus, some of you have uh, manifested the creature. But I bind up that spirit called the creature, whoever, whatever. God defines the creature as. I bind it up right now in the name of Jesus. And all supporting spirits of the creature. All manifestations of the creature. I break and destroy your power of syncretism. I break up and destroy your mind control, mind-bound spirits. 
I break up and destroy your power to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And I bind all your works to you. God has called you to judgment this morning. In the name of Jesus, I break and destroy every illegal covenant, every agreement with earth. And God binds you in heaven this morning. All the works of the creature. Go! Now your job is to call them out. In the <laughs> in the net. I know it exists because it tried everything it could to stop me from talking this morning. I just pushed my way on through because I was going to deal with the creature. Go! Go! Every spiritual manifestation of the creature that manifests in chaos. Go! Get out. Go! Every manifestation of the creature that caused dual manifestations like you did in Peter when Peter said don't go to the cross Jesus said you know not what manner of spirit you are go every hindering spirit of the creature go I break and destroy your assignment go I break and destroy you all the way back to the Tower of Babel. Go! I command your power to go to zero. Go! 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 Whoever you're operating in this morning, whoever you've been operating in, from the Tower of Babel all the way back, to the Garden of Eden, as God identifies you as the creature, I declare you God's enemy, and I declare you my enemy, and I break your power this morning. Go! 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 Loose God's people this morning. In the name of Jesus, go! Every deaf and dumb demon affiliated with the creature, go! Every occult sign, symbol, sound, frequency operating with the creature, go! Get out the feet! Get out the legs. Go. Loose the nervous system. Go. Go. Go this morning. In the name of Jesus. Loose the nervous system. Go. Loose the reproductive system. Go. Get out of the endocrine system. Go. Go! I break the power of chaos. Go! In the name of Jesus this morning. It will not work. Go! Get out. I cut off your method, your mode, your system of mind control communicating. Go! I break and destroy your power of divination and necromancy. Go! Go! I destroy the power of your familiar spirits this morning. Go! I terminate the assignment of the creature in the name of Jesus. Go! Out of your past works, out of your past words, your hidden words-based programming, go! Go! I command those words to fall to the earth. 
zero. Go! Break and destroy the power of the creature this morning. Go! Lord God, I thank you this morning. I thank you this morning for your way, your righteous way. I thank you this morning that we have been made in right standing with you, God. I thank you this morning. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you this morning. I thank you this morning. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yay! Thank you. You're good, God. God is good, and all the time, God is good, and all the time, God is good, all the time, He put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good all the time Through the darkest night His light will shine God is good God is good all the time
wherever you are right now, lift your hands up to God. Father God, every area that's been emptied out, I seal this work this morning. I seal this work by the power of your own Holy Spirit. Fill, God, fill them up. More of you. More of you. Fill. Fill. The heavens have been rent above them. Fill the more of your own Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.